Hey yo, this is Basketball with the Boys. I'm Big Rut. And I'm G Money. What's going on, G Money? Nothing, man. Just almost done spring break or winter break. Spring break. Spring break. I wish. Yeah. It's so snowy out. Yeah, it's not not looking like spring break anytime soon. No. No, sadly. Um, What's going on with you? Not too much, man. Tomorrow's Friday. You're right. And some people that may be listening to this, it's Friday. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited for that. You know, just uh, ready for the weekend. So, Yeah, I agree. But, uh, G-Man, what, what do we got going on this week? What are we discussing? This week, Relig and I picked two of the most clutch players that we could think of. Now, I think we went about this different ways. But we were looking for two players that we would want taking the last shot or have proven themselves to be the most clutch right right now we say this but we're not using the big three mj kobe or lebron yep so we had to think outside the box and so if you don't mind i'll tell you my two first yeah let's let's hear what uh which two you uh you'd like to take that final shot with the game on the line all right so I picked a current player and a player that has retired. Okay. So the current player that I would want taking that last shot, I think would be Kyrie. Now, the reason I say this is for several reasons. <laughs> I think Kyrie is an excellent all-around basketball player. Okay. I think he has ex- exceptional handles. So – Say there's five to ten seconds left. Maybe he can create some space or get around people for a game-winning layup or a mid-range shot. I think he's able to control himself well around the rim and make those difficult close shots. Yeah. And I think he's an also good three-point shooter. So I think if he had to take a quick, you know, two seconds left, turn around three or, you know, something like that, I feel like he would be able to do it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think, uh, like you said here, he, he's he's definitely crafty enough, um, you know, to, to put people on some skates and, you know, get around guys and, and uh, you know, step back for the three as well. And I think he's proven that, um, mm-hmm. you know, in years past. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely would give Kyrie an opportunity to take the last shot um, if there weren't any other guys on the team that I felt had more confidence in. Right. Well, and he's proven that he can hit some clutch shots. Yeah. And I had noted a couple down here. He hit one over Clay Thompson um, on a Christmas when he's on the Cavs. Yeah. So it's Cavs versus the Warriors. He hit a jump shot over. I remember Clay. that. Yeah. And then he hit that three in game seven of the 2016 finals over Steph. Legendary. To ice the game. Yeah. <sighs> and. If there's not more pressure on you than at that moment, yeah, right. <laughs> then I don't know when there would be. Yeah, the shot by Kyrie and then the block by LeBron. Right. Just, what a Let's combo! Play. It's a one-two punch. Exactly. So that's the main reason I picked Kyrie as my current player. Yeah. To, um, you know, take the last-minute shot or clutch shot. Okay. Who is your other player? So for my other player, I was going back and forth, and I, I kind of wanted your help with this. Okay. 
So I have one here, Reggie Miller versus Larry Bird. Yeah. Now, right off the bat, a lot of people will think Larry Bird immediately. But I want to give Reggie Miller some props. He has a 2% higher three-point shooting percentage on 4,700 more attempts than Larry Bird. <laughs> That's which insane. Is crazy number. Larry shot like 1,700 threes. And yeah. Reggie Miller shot over 6,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he still had a higher percentage. Right. He still had a higher percentage, which is crazy. So, if I wanted someone taking a last-minute three-point shot, I think it would be Reggie. He's just had more attempts and, like, more practice with it. Yeah. And I saw here that he scored eight points in nine seconds versus the Knicks in the 95 <laughs> playoffs. Huh. Kind of reminds me of uh, T-Mac. T-Mac a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's really impressive by itself, being able to come back from that lead or, you know, being down that much. But then I was like, well, Larry, Larry's only two inches taller than Reggie Miller. Yeah. He's 40 more pounds. (laughs) So I feel like if you had to take a shot inside, like, Uh you know, not – Outside the three-point line. Just a Larry, mid-range. Larry, maybe to go, too. Yeah. Yeah, just because I feel like he would have a longer wingspan to shoot over people. Larry and... had some pretty – he had some pretty iconic, uh, uh, what are they called, uh, hook shots. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely right. And I see here that, like, one of those, one of those crazy shots that he made was a game-winner – against the Blazers in 1985. He took one dribble and was fading out of bounds. Yeah. To win it. Right, right. So they both hit a lot of clutch shots, and I think it would have to be like a scenario-based. Yeah, for sure. So enough about my guys. Who did you have on? Well, like G-Money said earlier, I kind of took it from a – statistical standpoint something that um you know has been proven you know that these guys can can really uh you know be clutch in those final you know five minutes 20 20 seconds whatever the case might be um my current player that i can say is still current is uh dirk nowitzki um you know if you haven't checked out our podcast on him check him out the episode a couple weeks ago um great talk about him but uh, I picked Dirk just because he has been proven to take some pretty amazing game winners. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I, I believe when I, when I looked, uh, looked uh, up how many game winners he's actually had, I think it's been like 18 or something. Um, and given the fact he's been in the league for about 20 years now. So he, uh, you know, he, he's, he, he's clutch when it, when it comes down to those those uh, you know game winners, because he has a long wingspan, you know he has that shot where he kicks his leg out, and you have no chance <laughs> even touching the ball. No, he he's just he just knows how to shoot the ball away from the defender, and yeah. um, you know he was what I found in the the oh nine uh, ten season, uh, Dirk was the second most clutch that season next to LeBron. 
He made 44% of his shots within five minutes left in the game. Um, and neither, neither of the teams were uh, statistically found to be um, more than five points in, uh, difference from each other. So 40, 44% of his shots in the last five minutes of, uh, you know, clutch games um, is, pretty, is pretty solid. Um, I think, I mean, you're, you're making almost half of your shots within five minutes and you're not even, you know, above five points or you're, you're no, you're trying to catch up being under five points, um, in that time period. And that just shows, you know, that, that's a, that's a great field goal percentage to, to look at when you're giving the ball to, to a guy that, you know, you want to, you want to score some points on. So, um, I think Dirk, you know, would be, a, would be a great, um, guy to throw the ball into, uh, the last couple minutes, last couple seconds. Um, another guy that I had, uh, just pretty much solely due to the fact of his game winning shot in game six of the th- 2013 NBA finals, um, clutch Jesus shuttle was worth Ray Allen <laughs> during that same 2009 and 2010 season that I mentioned Dirk in. Allen shot 42% in that same scenario. So he was right up there with Dirk, and they are two completely different players. Yeah. You know, Allen's out there shooting the three. That's probably where most of his, his points came from with that percentage. And then, uh, you know, Dirk's inside, and, and he's making some pretty solid shots um, close to the line. You know, he can, he can shoot the three too. But um, Ray Allen, though, if you need a three, if you're down by, you know, two or three and you need to tie it up or, you know, one, you want to win the game, I think Ray Allen in the corner, perfect. Not, well, just end of story. And how quick is Ray Allen's release? Allen, I, I should have looked that up because it is – it's so quick. You, yeah. Like, you can't even, like – I'm sure it's no more than two seconds. Right. So between – I think – I saw a stat one time that was like Steph has a, like one of the quickest releases of all time. Yeah. But like Ray Allen is like second or something like that. Yeah. So if time's running down and you need a quick three, like he's the guy to go to. Yeah, for sure. For you know sure. Saying? And I want to go back to Dirk here for a minute. Yeah. Something that's also great about Dirk that like Kyrie, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller – don't necessarily yeah. have is he's a big target to get the ball into right right you know like if you're having trouble getting the ball in you could basically throw it up to dirk and that like seven foot body is gonna yeah. grab that ball yeah that's different that's a lot and, different <laughs> and like you said about um guys not being able to block him like right whether he's shooting three-pointer or like at the foul line he's just so tall and his arms are so long that that adds another, you know, foot or more. It's so difficult to block his shot. Yeah. And that also helps him get off those clutch shots, whereas other guys would have to double pump or, you know, fade away. Fade Dirk away, yeah. Straight up with it. Yeah, exactly. And Dirk still likes to fade away, but but that's that's the only way he's going to make it. Yeah. Um, but that, I'm I'm sure that's exactly how people felt when Larry Bird was playing too. Though you know he he had that you know that wingspan and had that you know hook shot just like him and Magic and Kareem and all those guys that you know really you you couldn't guard it. It was 
it was on the outside of his shoulder and there was no way that you were going to guard it if you were on his, you know, his left side or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think all these players that we, that we mentioned just have like certain scenarios that would be best for them because, you know, if you give it to Kyrie at the top of the key and, you know, he, he's got three seconds left, he's going to pull some kind of, you know, maneuver on you where he's, where he's backing you down and then turns around and fades it when, you know, Dirk, maybe he, he might do the same thing, but Ray Allen's going to catch it and shoot it. You, I mean, if you got, you know, two or two or three seconds left on the clock, you're getting it to Ray Allen. He's going to pop it off and, and like the time's going to expire no matter what. Right. Um, same with Reggie. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of similar to Ray Allen, but um, yeah, it's really, it, it's really interesting to see like the size and the positions that these guys played that we're talking about could be clutch, you know, shooters at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, it was really interesting, you know, looking up all this, all these stats. Yeah, I agree. And let me ask you this. Do you think during the past two seasons, so this current mm-hmm. season and the last one, mm-hmm. does James Harden make this list? The way he's been playing for the past month, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 he, is, he has shown he is so clutch with, with just, I don't know, it, it, just a shot. Is, it, it, you have so much confidence that it's going to go in. Yeah. And I, I know the other night he played against the Bucks and Giannis and them, you know, they, they beat him by a couple points or I think like four or five points. Um, but, you know, other than that, I, it, it's crazy because Harden is on a team of supporting cast too. You mm-hmm. know, he's got, he's got Chris Paul. Um, and, you know, that sometimes that, that can overshadow Chris Paul, but they're giving it to Harden. And Harden is getting defended hardcore, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And he's, and he's still popping these shots way outside. Like, they're not close. They're, out, they're way out there. Yeah. And I never understand. Like, I watch the highlights all the time. Yeah. And these players are not, like, way off of Harden. No, They're exactly. up in his grill, and he is somehow still getting these shots off. I know. And who better – who is better at drawing fouls on the three-point line than, like, James Harden? Right, right. You know, he's been, like, I consistently getting yeah. to the foul line. Whether he's driving or shooting from the outside, like I feel like he's always there. Yeah, yeah, he just knows how to put his body into people. That's all, and, and it just depends on the refs, really. That game, I mean, either they're going to call it or they're not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if if I were going off the last year and a half, Harden for sure, most most clutch. Um, I did read something that. Kobe was was one of the most clutch, you know, players of all time. Um, I know that he's in he's in our top three, but he was also he also had one of the he was up there with um, the most missed shots in clutch time as well. So really? yeah, so there, I, I remember watching you know docu- documentaries and stuff on on him saying that like you know early in his career when he was really young he he missed a lot of shots that you know were really big shots they they could have iced the game and um, he just like, he just didn't have it early on in his yeah. career. Um, 
and I think that goes with a lot of players though too. I, LeBron has has had those moments, um, but he's also been super clutch too. So it, it's just like if you're super clutch, you you definitely do go through a time where you might you know miss those shots that that everyone is expecting you to make. Um, obviously, the ball's in your hands. So yeah, well, it's a learning curve. You know? Yeah, you're a good player, and when you're young, you probably do get more worked up than when you're. Yeah, situation right. hundreds and hundreds of times, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's just with experience and composure that you become better at shooting those, and also yeah. the more practice you have at anything, the better you'll get. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I agree. So, so. all right. Well, G Money, I think that's all we got for this podcast. Yeah, and I just want to say, man, this is our tenth podcast. Our 10th podcast. So wow. we've done this 10 weeks now, and it's a little bit of like an anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary, everyone. Happy anniversary. And, uh, yeah, so we will be, uh, we'll be on next week um, with a more exciting, uh, more exciting topics. And, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we'll throw a little surprise in there. <laughs> maybe all right we, we might have we might have a guest on our show or something yeah all right i'll, so, I'll call some people all right <laughs> well right. g money good talking to you good talking to you until next time next time it's peace peace, peace.